Welcome to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast. I'm your co-host, Kieran Lefebvre, joined by Adam Childs, the what one, is the only. up? We are in the triple digits 101. 101, baby. Yeah, obviously last episode was our episode 100. Mm. We did our little quiz session. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, some questions were better than others, but in some all questions, in all. <laughs> some, some of us should have known but didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, ADCC. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever uh, you dumping shit on Osvaldo Alves. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> I still feel bad. Yeah. I was uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, definitely check out the episode. It was, uh, it was our longest episode. It was nearly two hours. We did a two part, which is why there was no um, episode on Tuesday this week because you'll be listening to this on a Friday when it airs. But if you're listening to it from the future, it's the episode about it. we're recording right now coming out on Friday. It sure is. All right, so we'll do that one first. Yes, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so slight, slight shuffle around. I mean, clearly, if anyone has been watching our Instagram reels, we're super professional. Super professional, right? Yeah, we had. I liked we um the the one like sometimes when I make the reels. So Kieran does most of the when I say most, like ninety nine point nine percent of the the editing. For what the editing pop- do you do? The reels. Oh, right. Sorry. I was like, <laughs> this, where's this point 1%? You're like at yeah, home. Like, yeah. Okay, 99.99. So I do 0.001%. Uh, yeah, so Kieran does all the stuff. Um, I mean, we something that hasn't been mentioned since the first handful of episodes. So any later listeners might not know that, you know, you're a videographer mm. and, you know, you've been making YouTube uh, content and filming jujitsu instructionals and, you know, working with companies, making commercials and whatever for ages. So you know how to that do sounds all- sounds impressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know how to do all the editing stuff. So Kieran, which is why our audio is so good, Kieran edits it and, and uploads the episodes to YouTube and whatnot. And then he'll send me uh, a specially formatted, episode that then I chop up to make the, you know, to put on Instagram and stuff. So I'll be like watching back through it. And one that I posted the other day was just like, oh, you know, I forget these stupid conversations, the times we definitely go beyond yeah. jujitsu. And one I posted the other day was about like when I sneezed and then yes. we're laughing about how <laughs> I, so I say a chew yeah. when I sneeze. And then we didn't, I didn't put it in the reel, but then I remember that conversation went into how in Portuguese they say a ching, a ching instead yeah, of a yeah. chew. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that's so funny. Anyway, <laughs> good times. Well, this <laughs> this episode that you're listening to now is all about internal competitions. So uh, a lot of gyms have internal comps. Some of them even put their internal comps onto Smooth Comp. Yes, I saw that recently, which I thought that was weird. Mm, I've seen a whole bunch because whenever I'm looking at Smooth Comp about like, you know, what comps are coming up, what's in the area, all these random internal comps will start popping up. Yeah, why do you need to use – I don't know. Yeah, I think I guess Smooth Comp's international, right, the platform. Oh, yeah. So why would you need to use a platform like Smooth Comp for an internal competition? Make it more legit. I don't know, man. There's got to be some sort of reason, but I'm I'm – couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't fathom wanting to use that platform to host a competition. It's a pain in the ass just to register for one. <laughs> <laughs> that website is so bad. It's the best <clears> we've <throat> got, Adam. It's the best we've got. So one of our um, 
one of my students, Sim, I don't know if you know this, but Sim is uh, um, teaches at university like computer programming and coding. And oh, I'm not okay. exactly sure that might be, I might be butchering actually what she does, but yep. she she's a, a professor of computer, computer science, science yep. stuff. And when uh, she was on the Smooth Comp website for the first time, she was like, oh my God, she was, you know, she's not a web developer or anything, but I guess just knowing how all that stuff works, she was like, I will pay them to let me redo this website. <laughs> it is so bad. I, I actually, And then Jonty, one of the other students, registered for an upcoming competition for the first time. He's a white belt, so he's never used Smooth Comp before. And he was like, man, that web, he's like, that's really hard to yeah. register for a competition. And I'm yeah. like, yep, welcome to jujitsu, bro. Yeah, they don't make it hard. easy. Once you do it a couple of times, you, you find, you, you know, you'd learn the system. Uh, and then you come accustomed to it. But definitely for the first time, it's hard to find the registration button really because it's so hidden. It's like drinking beer. You never like it the first time. You yeah. get used to it. Yeah, maybe after five years, 10 years, <laughs> yeah. 20 years. You still might yeah. like it. Okay. So um, internal competitions. There was a few episodes ago you mentioned, it wasn't an internal competition, but I remember you talking about how at Daisy Fresh, if there was beef between any oh, two of the like members, they would, yeah, mm. they would like actually set up an internal fight. You know? So we're not talking that sort of internal competition. Um, <laughs> Good clarification, Adam. <laughs> just, well, I mean. We're not punching on you. You have to clarify some things because yeah. the reason this is coming up is because tomorrow, from when this episode is, is being released, we're having an internal competition and I haven't announced the rules to anyone so no one knows what they're in for and so I just wanted to chat a bit about internal competitions I've participated in one you wouldn't have participated in one yet no right nor will you uh right? I won't be there yeah. everyone that's wondering yeah so anyone thinking that Kieran's going to take out this this our internal competition are we shooting a commercial <laughs> yeah is called the banana crown which I'll explain why but um yeah I've I've participated in one and I did one in, um, in, in Brazil and it was only recently after joining Fabio's gym. So I was, a, I was a blue belt and I hadn't been training there long. And the competition was, I guess, kind of high stakes because it was, didn't have white belt, belts weren't in it. It was just blue belts and up and it was only separated by belts. So it was all the blue belts together, male and female, I should add. So it was everyone together no weight restrictions or anything and if whoever won the whoever took out the competition would win their next belt uh so it was kind of high stakes and the format was there was there it was no time limit submission only wow and if you remember from when we did the no time limit episode last week or the week before mm. and we were, were dumping shit on it I, I can't, I believe I, we probably clarified it in the episode. Like I don't have a problem with no time limit submission only in jujitsu. I just don't think it has a place on a, you know, televised live event. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, or as we spoke about, it's definitely not the purest form of jujitsu in my opinion. But anyway, so that was the format. And I went up against this guy and actually, and at the time I really hated it. I didn't, I didn't rate the format at all because I was in a room full of very high level competitors. You got to remember this was back when the gym that I was at would be the equivalent of, you know, 
a year ago being in the, the, the DDS team. You know, it was the top team gym in the world, right? Full of all the, the, the big names of that era. And so even all the lower belts were all incredibly competitive. And I didn't love the format because the training was pretty intense and a lot of people were pushed to sometimes to get a submission you you have to do things that are pretty nasty that you might not do in training but you would do in a comp right Mm. but then all of a sudden when you're doing it against a teammate you're like oh you know that sort of I don't know for me I didn't love it didn't really matter because I lost my first match but um I it was actually quite funny because I went up against this guy called Huffer who more or less about the same height as me, just a bit leaner than me. Uh, we were kind of, you know, he would very easily make middle heavy, so 88 kilos. And if he really wanted to, he could cut to middleweight down to 82. Wow. So he was super lean, yeah, must have been but really, really strong, yeah. right? Um, whereas I was the opposite. I was like 88 and I could never make 82. And if I if I didn't want to cut weight at all, I would then be heavyweight 94. So we were more or less one weight division apart, but we were often the same weight division. And I didn't know him at the time. I had just moved there. And I can't remember exactly how the match went. Like I think because it was no points or anything, you know, I think I pulled guard or whatever. And then he just sat down to guard. And I remember thinking like, hey, you can't do that. (laughs) But there was no point. So like I ended up just coming up and then I think he – he from guard got to my back and submitted me something like that. Uh, yeah, and it was cool. It was it was a fun experience, you know. Then after the blue belts were done, the purple belts went, and then I mean the brown belts. The guy who it was funny because the the brown belt division, the guy who won that, then got his black belt. Mm. Which, you know, a big crazy, a, a yeah. big deal. And then the following weekend, so that was on a Saturday or whatever. The following weekend, Fabio did another internal competition just for the black belts. And obviously it's not like you then can win your coral belt. Mm. <laughs> so so it was he had prize money. I think it was like 1,500 TIs or something. That's so cool. like, you know, relative to whatever currency you live in, it's like 1,500 bucks, you know, mm. it's, it's no joke. And the sort of kicker in the format is not only was it submission only, like the brackets were made and just say it's like you and me versus, you know, uh, you and me are, are, are fighting each other and whoever wins out of us is going to take on the winner of John and Steve, right? You submit me in five minutes, right? So you tap me, you're going on to the next round. You're wait, you're, very likely. Yeah, very likely. Um, which is funny. I went to make a new reel with that video that Joey filmed of uh, us rolling, yeah. but because he filmed it vertically and I just couldn't get it working how I wanted it. I was uh, like, nah, I'll sort it out there. Uh. <laughs> Right, you, so you're waiting for the winner of John and Steve, right? So your match took five minutes. If their match goes for an hour, right, you've been resting for 55 minutes, right? you're ready to go. Once their match ends, it's not like a regular competition where you're deemed like the same amount of rest time as your match is. Mm. You know how in a regular comp they can't just put you straight back in. Yeah, you have to get a minimum of six yeah, minutes. Yeah, in this it's, it wasn't like – it's not like, oh, okay, well, they went for an hour, so you get a good like 10, 15 minutes rest. It's like, no, 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 like you go, Kieran's waiting. Yeah. Let's go, you know. Wow. So the incentive to try finish quick is 
if if you want to rest, if you want any sort of rest and recovery. And one of, and that happened to heaps of people. Like one of my friends who is also now a black belt from Fabio Ali's his name. He owns a gym in um in Bahrain. Uh, and he won worlds at blue belt as well. So he's, you know, very, very good competitor, still competes a lot, uh, uh, now in that sort of like Abu Dhabi circuit. He, yeah, he won his first match that took, yeah, like 45 minutes or something. And then went straight into the next match against the guy who ended up winning it by the way. And just man, like 10 seconds just got foot locked. Like, you know, he just literally just like, oh, yep, thanks, submitted the one dude, just turned and went straight wow, against Kaido, the other guy. And then so the following weekend, Fabio did the same thing for the black belts and the guy who ended up winning it was the guy who won his black belt the week before. What a champion. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, he got kind of lucky. Not, I mean, I don't want to say lucky, like you can't discredit it, but he he won his first match. And then he was waiting for the winner. Fabio himself participated in it. And it was Fabio versus Sergio Moraes. Uh, Sergio Moraes, if you don't know who he is, he's a, a former black belt world champion. Let me bring up the year so to give people some. But he also fought in the UFC. He fought in the Ultimate Fighter back when oh, that wow. was a thing. And then um, I don't know if he st- – I don't believe he still fights in the UFC. Um, but his jiu-jitsu gym is in – I can't remember. It's in the south of uh, – it's in the south of, of Brazil. So he was on the Ultimate Fighter in 2012 – and he won Worlds 2008, 2009, 2011. Wow. Uh, yeah. So Fabio and Serginho, they were going up against each other. And the, guy, the other guy was, was waiting for the winner of them. I actually can't remember who won out of Serginho and Fabio. I can't remember, but it was like an hour-long match or something. And then so Mosquito, this other guy, once he got the winner, whoever it was, I can't remember, just uh, – just, in, just yeah. instantly smashed him because yeah. they were wrecked from an hour match and yeah. he had been waiting for an hour, yeah. you know. And, yeah, and he ended up winning. So one, yeah, imagine that. Like you, on one Saturday he wins his black belt. The next Saturday he wins 1500 bucks. That's great. You know, <laughs> yeah. So it was, um, it was mm. pretty cool. And then there was a, the guy who won the purple belt division. He actually d- didn't get his brown belt because he won, but he had only – like six months earlier or something, won worlds at blue belt and being given his purple belt. So he was he hadn't been a purple belt for long enough. Ah, that's bullshit. To win, to win his <laughs> his brown belt. That's yeah. that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, a little bullshit. But this is definitely still uh this is definitely still when it was the IBJJF was the unquestionable overruling yeah, authority yeah. It was of like, jiu-jitsu where it was yeah. like, well, man, you haven't done the time. Yeah, you can't that makes yet. sense. Uh, you know, they've lost a bit of their weight in the jiu-jitsu world recently. Oh, but yeah, but yeah, that was this was, you know, whatever it was, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, yeah. something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's so cool. that's the only internal comp I've done, had experience too. And uh, yeah, I guess, it, like I said, at the time, I didn't like the idea of the format, but... It was cool. And then so the guy that I went up against, Hafa, who I lost to, it was quite funny because, yeah, we were about the same, you know, weight and everything. 
And then we never used to train at the same times. I trained morning and lunch every day and he trained only in the evenings. So I didn't really know who he was. And then I was new at the gym. But then even as I'd been there for a couple of years or whatever, he still, we trained at different times. So I never really saw him. I knew who he was, but never really saw him. And then we met in the semifinals of like an actual competition, you know, like the, the, what would be the equivalent to like the Sydney cup and whatever, but obviously we're in a, it was the Paulista, which is like the state that I lived in. And, you know, this state has like 35 million people. So mm. it's like a, you know, a small local competition, but it's a big competition. Mm. And yeah, we met in the semis and it was like, oh, like, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to fight? Or one of us goes through, you know, and I was like, I really want to like win a gold medal. And he was like, oh yeah, let's just fight. And I was like, okay. So we fought and it was actually zero, no points, no advantages or anything. And, um, or maybe, yeah. And I won on ref's decision. Nice. So it was like, or maybe I won on one advantage, but yeah, it was like, there was nothing in it. And, um, and then after that, we went on to, he started training at lunches and I started training at evenings. And then we became super good training partners and like really good friends and would be that sort of training partner, similar to you and Toby, mm. you know, like you can probably recall whether last role you got the better of him or he got the better of you, mm. you know? And like, so you're always, you know, that next role, you're always knowing if you're having to defend your title or mm. like try to retake it. And yeah, that was yeah, me and Hafa. We had those, you know, no animosity in our roles, super friendly, but they were just really competitive and you really know, good training. Any, at any given moment, one of us would get the better of the other. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. And I mean, he's now well and truly a black belt and everything, but yeah, it was, um, that was my internal competition experience. Right. So you are hosting your second internal comp. Is this the second one or have you had one before the pineapple? No. So this is the second one. So for my, for the members of our gym who've been with us for a while, they will already know the origin story, of the, the pineapple cup, the banana crown. So this started when, uh, so yeah, Pineapple Cup started before you were training, right? Mm. So this started due to COVID lockdowns and everything. When we came out of lockdown and you were allowed to train again here in, in Sydney, Australia, there still weren't any competitions at all because of the restrictions the government had put in place. You couldn't have that many people in the one location because of social distancing and whatever. So even though we were allowed to train, there were restrictions on the number of people in class and the amount of people in the one venue and all this. So um, I, I decided, hey, let's do an internal competition just so people, there's no competitions, people haven't competed in ages. Let's just do one for a bit of fun and also as a way to get the whole team together um, sort of, internal comp slash uh, like a social get together because people haven't seen each other face to face for so long due to lockdowns. And it was fun. We, um, we split it by belts. So it was all the, it was all the, the white belts together, or all the blue belts together, or all the purple belts together. And it was just standard IBJJF rules. It was, it was gi matches, there were two matches happening at once. I was refereeing one, Joey was refereeing the other. And then the reason it was called the Pineapple Cup was just out of the novelty of, hey, I'm not going to get you guys medals or anything. It's just like a little internal let's have fun competition. But if you look at a pineapple that's still got its leaves on it, 
it kind of looks like a trophy. So, you know, it'll be the pineapple cup. All the winners get a pineapple. So there were four winners because we had, sorry, the girls. At that time, we only had two girls. So they did like a best out of three match. So we had like the two girls. So that was one division. Then there was the white belts, the blue belts and the purple belts. And we only had one brown belt. So he just went in with the purple belts. So we had those four divisions. So we had the four winners. And it was quite funny because after the pineapple cup and they, you know, they won their pineapples. I think we went to the the pub or whatever afterwards. But as the the days went by, they started sending through photos of what they did with their pineapples. And it was really funny because one of them one of the girls being Brazilian, she had like cut it up and grilled it. And she was like, oh, this is, you know, yeah, you know, here's my trophy. And yeah, another nice. one sent through photos of making a pineapple juice. And <laughs> it was really funny. Ross, he's just sent a photo of him lying in bed with his pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so now we're doing an, another internal comp. And this one just, again, for for no logic, well, there is logic, but for no real credible reason it's called the banana crown and you get a banana no you get a bunch of bananas because a bunch of bananas whoa 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 whoa, whoa. i was told there was one banana (laughs) this is bullshit i object i want an opportunity to win (laughs) these bananas multiple bananas yeah because a bunch of bananas kind of you could imagine if it was on your head could look like a crown yeah so you arrange it in a circle well yeah it's sort of already already in a semicircle bunch of bananas Okay. <laughs> Have you never seen yeah, a bunch yeah, of bananas? Yeah, yeah. It's like a, you know, I've seen a yeah. bunch of bananas. Come on. I'm not, I don't believe you. Oh, psh. I've yeah. seen bananas. Look, I'm <laughs> you called me out of my I'm deepest, darkest secret. You. I've never seen a banana. There's a dog. Wearing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. Yep. A banana yeah, crown. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or how about this one for you? This doesn't really work on audio, but it's a dog wearing a, okay. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Okay. It's a bunch of bananas <laughs> on people's heads that yep. look like crowns. Okay, I, I, I concede that, yep. So why are we doing this banana crown, because, firstly? Yeah. So the, <laughs> fir- the pineapple cup, as I mentioned, was just as a social get-together and there hadn't been competitions, blah, blah, blah. Why are we doing the, the banana crown? Well, the social aspect, but also because we previously had a regular competition and no one did it. And I don't know why it was, I always say to my students, hey, if you're going to do a comp, do the one here that's at Sydney Uni. It's as yeah. close as they get. All the other ones are further away. And like no one did, like two students did it. So I was like, oh, yeah. I'm no one, am I? Adam, I'm fucking no one. <laughs> Wait, did you do that last one? Yes. Oh, I mustn't have been very memorable. Wait, no, it was memorable for all the wrong reasons, wasn't it? Was yeah. it the last one you got tricked out, Coast Guard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny. Yeah, no, Shut unfortunate. But <laughs> uh, yeah, we were rolling the other night. Who was trying to choke me while they were in my clothes guard? Uh, Someone just. I think it was Rob. And I looked over and I was like, Karen, what do yeah, I do? Yeah, I think it was Rob. <laughs> I think he's trolling. Yeah, he was trolling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was like, hey, fine. You guys don't want to go do a regular competition. We're going to have another internal one. Oh, and participation is mandatory. Yeah. And <laughs> the rules won't be announced till the day. And then all everyone was like, oh, what are the rules? What is this? What is that? It doesn't really matter, hey. Uh, well, and I simply said, hey, you want to know the rules of the competition beforehand? Do a regular competition. Yeah. Where they tell you. Yeah. This is punishment. For, for, <laughs> <laughs> this no, is a I'm, natural consequence. We don't punish. There's natural consequences. It's all, it's all a bit of fun. I mean, it's kind of really just a get together of, of – of students under the, the you know, 
the facade of it being a competition because afterwards we're all going to go to like the the pub that's down from the gym and mm. you know have have lunch and have some drinks and whatever and hang out. So we got to we we got to talk about the elephant in the room. We got to talk about the rules. I um I've been thinking about this because like you said you sort of alluded to but it actually has been a big thing in the gym. Everyone's like, oh, what's the rules? What's the rules? Oh, is it gear? Is it no gear? Everyone's like panicking and shit and like, oh, what are the weights? Oh, what what's this? What's that? I have a I think I know how you're going to split the divisions. Well, you probably do now because of what I put in our group chat recently. Well, yeah, I, I, I had a prediction. I always thought, and this was from weeks ago, that you were going to split the weights because there's too many people. You have to split weights. But where and how are you going to split weights? I think it's too much for you to do like traditional weight divisions. There's not enough people. For example, like if, you know, the under like the 66 kilo, like the rooster division yeah, for, like for men. one person. Like one person. Yeah, so one idea I thought, you're going to look at all the weights and uh, just combine divisions where appropriate to fit X amount of people. And then I thought, hmm, that's too much work for Adam. I think that he's just going to cut it at 80. So you're going to say above 80 kilos, below 80 kilos, and that's how you're going to run it. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, first the – how am I going to split it? Originally I was just – And by just, belt, of course. Originally I was just going to do it by belt. Right, I was just gonna go like the last competition, all white belts together, all blues, mm. all purples, etc. I've since changed my mind, and you're sort of on the right track. It won't be separated by belt at all. It's all the belts in together, and it will only be separated by weight. So oh, similar, that's so good, dude. So similar to like ADCC, where it's like, hey, well, if you're a good enough that's so blue good. belt, and you know, in terms of how am I gonna split the weights? Um, it depends on how they're spread out. I think I'm going to try get it into into three. Like so, yeah. I'll have from you know this weight. Let's say whatever, like seventy kilos and below. That's everyone. Seventy kilos to ninety kilos. That's yeah. another division, and then ninety plus is everyone else. Oh, you know, man. so it's going to that de- works so well for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about this, and I thought, I thought for some reason in my mind, I'm like, he's going to split it at eighty, and I'm going to be at the bottom of the heavy bracket. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Well, you're like, not going to be there well, anyway. I, well, I was putting myself in the shoes, Adam. I was trying to get into it, all right? And I was like, fuck, okay. If I'm at the bottom, that means I've got this person, that person, that person. And I was like, you know, thinking about what my out. strategy would be. I've been like studying a particular person to try and shut down a particular thing. I'm not going to say anything because I'm still working on it. It's hush, hush. <laughs> just training, guys. Just training. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've been like strategizing how I was going to take out the division if I was in the heavy heavy division uh if if i was there yeah yeah because um, you know i still have my hopes up even though i'm not gonna be but there i'll cancel the work trip it's not gonna be canceled it's like <laughs> super locked in but um yeah i'm super disappointed that i'm not gonna be there yeah so i'm hungry for bananas yeah, you're hungry for bananas. I need that fruit <laughs> yeah need so that potassium yo <laughs> the potassium cup yeah <laughs> so yeah so that's how yeah i'm gonna wait till i have all the data so to speak yep. And, you know, it might turn out that it is just split, you know, 80 below, 80 and up. Like it'll depend. How many people. You know, because, yeah, yeah, if I've only got, like you said, like one person over 90 kilos, Mm -hmm. I can't be like, oh, and then 90 and up, you know. So it'll be two or three divisions. Uh, And then they'll, and then I don't have enough girls at the gym member wise to do the same thing for the girls. So it'll just be all the girls together. And they're all about, actually, no, that's not true. They're not all about the same weight, but you know, I, unfortunately I just don't have the numbers. Yeah, do what you gotta do. Um, 
Or I could give them an option. I'll say, oh, if you just want to go in with everyone else, maybe they'll oh. be happy to, you know. But anyway. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's well, I how. I see Sophia tap someone. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sophia's a beast. Uh, so that's how I'll split the weights. What are the rules? So it'll be like the internal comp I did in Brazil. It'll be submission only. Oh, you're joking. No. Oh, I'm missing out on the best. That format works for me so well. <laughs> yeah, like it's a great format for training. Like, uh, you know, like no. I said, I had someone, uh, you know, my wife was like, you can't do that after you ragged on no time limit submission only. Yes, you can. I was like, well, I mean, I'm not televising it. Fuck, Plus man. there's lots of things I do in training that I wouldn't want to watch. Like, uh, you know, I yeah. love in training doing side control specific training. But I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't want to have a competition formatted around it. You know, this is so anyway. bad for me because, like, I you wait. Know. You still don't slow down. You still don't know. There's more. Oh fuck! Right. It's gonna get better. So, <laughs> so it'll be the same as the one in São Paulo, where the incentive to finish your fight early yeah. is so you get a rest yeah. before your next match, right? Because the brackets will be made, and if you tap your your opponent early, you're then just waiting for the other people to finish. Mm-hmm. In terms, there won't be any referees or anything. It'll be. I mean, because we're all training partners and friends. So there'll be a bit of, I don't know, there'll be X amount of pairs mm. all rolling at the same time. It's like, guys, like if you bump into the wall, just reset this, you know, like you would in training. And then once there's a submission, you come tell me who won mm-hmm. and I'll fill it in on the bracket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the incentive to try to get the submission early. What will the rules be? The rules will be how we apply it for blue belt and up in the gym. So that means you can do toe holds and knee bars. Uh, can you do heel hooks though? Not in the gi. Will it be gi or no gi? Well, Kieran, here's the final kicker. Before every single match, not just before the day, before every single one of your matches, you and your, you and your partner will come up to me and there'll be like a, a bag or a hat, so to speak. And, and you'll put your hands in and you'll pull out and that will tell you it'll be whether uh, that'll say it'll be a ball yeah. and there'll, there's multiple balls in the bag yeah. and it'll, you're either going to pull out a ball that says gi or you'll pull out a ball that says no gi. And you'll do that for every match. And if, and if you're, you and your partner get opposite balls? No, no, just one of you, like flipping oh, a coin. Right, 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 just right. one of you, one of the pair pulls a ball out of the oh, hat. That's so good. So every match could potentially be different. And then if it's a no-gi match, then it's how we do it in the gym for blue belts and up. You can do heel hooks and reaping and all that. Oh, that's so but good. No, in the gi, you obviously can't because even at black belt, you're not allowed to reap and heel hook in the gi. But yeah, so it'll be no time limit, submission only, it will be essentially a coin toss for every match as to whether it's gi or no gi. But man. bananas are on the line. So man, this is no joke. And that's it. And then we'll go to the pub. Like, man, I was pretty really devoted fun. for missing out on this before, but now I'm even more devoted because that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And, and, no, and submission only really works for me because I think Because you are very hard to submit. You, I'm, yeah. Today's Wednesday and on Monday I tried to arm triangle you and I – Cost my grip so much on my left arm, my forearm and wrist is still sore two days Good. later. It hurt. Keep in mind, I trained a lot between then and now. It was rough. It's like, it was rough. And like, because when you roll with Kieran, you pretty much, like you have to put him to sleep. Like he doesn't tap. Most of the time. Sometimes I do. I've gotten better. I've gotten better. <laughs> but like, if I don't think I'm going to go out, I'm not going to tap. Even the, even the video I was trying to make the reel of where I where I, I tap. <laughs> naked. No, you did tap, but then you're like, 
Yeah. <sighs> it's like you were so yeah. close to death. Well, I'm not yeah. going to tap straight away. I hate <laughs> it when like – so uh, this is very common. It's very, very common for like newer people to tap when there's no submission with, cause, just because yeah. they think there's a submission coming. Yeah. I don't do that, bro. No. You yeah. got to fucking get it. Yeah. You got to earn that shit. That is very true. Watch your arm hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine after that triangle. Like it sucked at the time, the arm triangle, but man, I'm good. But yeah, yeah. you said after, do you like, oh, it's probably one of the worst experiences I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. it's one of the worst experiences. Like I was thinking about that at the time. You know, normally when you're in a sub, you're just like thinking about fighting. But the thought did cross my mind. This is probably one of the most uncomfortable slash painful experiences I've had in jiu-jitsu in a while. But it was it was just un- – it, was, yeah, it wasn't it just like – The shoulder just wasn't I wasn't worried about right, something like right hurting. Spot. Like I wasn't worried about something breaking. I just want to put that yeah, out. Yeah, like I'm, yeah. I'm not like, you know, one of those dickheads anymore that is, <laughs> is going to let you break my arm and shit like that. Like I wasn't worried about anything breaking. It was just a lot of pressure over my face. A lot of like – it was constricting my breathing completely, but I was able to like breathe through your fucking – your gi sort of thing. Yeah, because it was in the gi as well. So yeah. it was a bit – it wasn't – I knew it wasn't locked in properly, mm. but I was still thinking, how is he not tapping? I was like, oh. I was just being stubborn. Yeah. I got to the point where it's like, nah, I've, I've spent too long in this. Like, yeah, you're like committed to yeah. not tapping now. Because after yeah. you, you re- like you adjusted a few times, I was there for maybe just under a minute. Yeah, it felt like forever. It hurt my arm a lot. Say, for example, it's a minute. <laughs> after about you know, 20, 30 seconds, I'm like, man, I've spent 30 seconds in this thing. I'm not. I'm not tapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm. I'm just not tapping. I think if if we stayed there for another five minutes, it would have just asphyxiated me. So eventually, it would have got me. Um, like I would have had to have <laughs> yeah, tapped because yeah, of yeah. lack of oxygen, but yeah. not because of like shut off of the yeah, of the blood. Yeah. But yeah, and when, when whenever we do, you know, submission only, it's kind of like if I if I'm going up against someone that normally would beat me on points, like take Eric for example. I think normally he would probably beat me on points. Um, you know, unless I got lucky or whatever, you know, or I was having a really good day. So I'd say like if we rolled out of 10, he would probably win eight out of 10 on points. But in submission only, I like my chances a lot better, like a lot, lot better. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's why I'm like, mm, that's really good for me. <laughs> so funny. Eric's a funny man. So he trained last night and I had some good hard rolls with him, you know. And <laughs> it's so funny because we always joke him. We're always like, fuck Eric. He's like such a nice guy. And even when he tries to like – uh even when he like makes jokes and everything, like it's done in such like a friendly way. Yeah, he's a <laughs> and you know, dude. like, you know, like I, I swept him and he's like, oh, you got lucky there, you know. <laughs> and then, and then, at, and then at the end of class, he's he's like he's like walking out the door and he's like, uh, hey Adam, uh, you you keep passing me just the same way. He's like, you got to mix it up, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, Eric. I only pass you one way. He's not joking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. Oh, my God, man. Eric, Eric, Eric is up. like an absolute athlete of the dude, ex-professional basketball player. And he is the prime example. You hear this a lot where like people talk about some people just come to jiu-jitsu and they are just natural athletes. He is yeah. one of those people. Yeah, like some people are really strong and they can use their strength. That's where I think that I'm, I'm, I'm in that category. For my weight, I'm strong. But I don't think I'm on the same like level of being an athlete like Eric is. Yeah, he is a fucking athlete. athlete. So it's, yeah. it's hard to describe until you roll with someone that is, you know, that they're naturally just fucking born to be an athlete. And yeah. he is one of those people. Yeah. And it's, it's like a combination of strength, flexibility, endurance when he's been training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a man crush on the guy. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's like, Jesus, calm down. <laughs> you want to marry him? Yeah. No, he's, but he's Eric, an awesome Eric training might partner. not be there either because he's um, he's just got back from holidays and he's, he's working, right? Yeah, he yeah. can't really get out of work. Mate. Yeah, I mean, I changed I this date really to try know. to accommodate people. There's yeah. some people like Nogi Rob, 
forget about it. Furious at him. Brendan, man, dude's doing going to the pub and doing an escape room mm. instead. And I was like, gave him six weeks notice for it. He's lucky he's in getting deported. Otherwise, <laughs> not getting deported, but he's you know, <laughs> being relocated due to his work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, otherwise, I'd be kicking. No, really. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So rough. many people making excuses. I'm like, man. It's mandatory. If you, if you want to come to the pub and hang out, got to try to win some bananas I first. I think if you well, – I'm like just going to say that if you put a belt on the line, everyone will show up. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Seriously, like if you said – and I said to Brendan when he, when he finally confessed he, – because he wasn't going to tell me because he knows he's in the wrong. Yeah. He wasn't even going to tell me. He just me. wasn't going to rock he up. He just wasn't going to rock up. I said, <laughs> I said Brendan, I said – this this banana crown isn't a grading, but I tell you what, I said I, I don't take belts back, but bro, regretting giving you that blue belt. You're Ooh. dogging me, bro. <laughs> yeah, that is that is rough. But uh, if you did say, if you just announced, hey, the winner of each division is going to get a belt, regardless, fucking everyone would go. You reckon? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm unless they they thought, oh yeah, I'm not going to win anyway, and you know had that mentality, but. Man, if there was a belt on the line, I'd probably cancel my trip. I'd, I'd fucking, I'd like pay someone else to go for me. <laughs> That's how. Yeah. yeah. Maybe one, maybe one day we could do that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but I, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun, and you know, even like I said, even just the social aspect of it. So when when is the final though? Because the finals can't be fought on that day. Why not? Well, I'm not there. So who's, <laughs> yeah. who's, who's fighting yeah. in the finals? That's what, that's what Eric said as well because he was from work. He was, he was like, I'll just rock up for the finals. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. you just put me in the finals. How about me and Eric fight a final? We're not even there. We're just <laughs> <laughs> they're fighting for second. Let's be yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, like, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how the day plays out, like how how long it takes. I actually don't think it'll take that long because there's going to be multiple multiple matches happening at the same time. And mm. yeah, there's not going to be any single, I don't want to not talking shit about my students, but no one in the gym, myself included is training at a level where they're going to be able to sustain a two hour long match or something, you know, like you don't have two people that are going to match. Even if, you know, even if we've got someone in the gym, like that's that fit, mm. we don't have two people who are that fit. So yeah. we're not going to have any single pair that he's going to be able to sustain like a, that long of a match. Yeah. You know, I think the longest when we've done sub only in just training that I've seen kind of happen in the gym is like a 40 minute match. Yeah. I think. I've had 40 I've had minute 40. roll. I've had a 40 with Eric before. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there might be the odd one that goes really long, but that's okay. The other brackets are working their way through. And then that one might take 40 minutes, but then that person's going to go into another match yeah. and maybe get tapped in 10 seconds. So, so funny. We did sub only in like little groups or like, I think it was the whole, whole gym. But anyway, I, I had a 20 minute sub only with Eric and then straight away I got a, another partner and I subbed them in like a couple minutes and then I had a 40 minute straight after with Eric again. Oh, did you? <laughs> it was oh, like 20 minutes, fuck. like a, a five minute break <laughs> and then 40 minutes. Oh, Jesus. Uh, we, we rolled for like an hour. It's fucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. You won't be there. That's a, that's a bummer, but yeah, I'm pretty devoted. Not gonna lie. Oh, well. And yeah, so we'll see like this episode comes out Friday night. So whoever listens and any of my students who listen to the episodes, uh, as they come out, mm. will know. Not that it makes a difference. It's not like they can make a game plan, I guess. Or, but they no. be a little bit more prepared, I guess. But anyone who listens yeah. to this as it comes out, they'll know 
12 hours in advance yeah. what, what they're walking it's into. It's kind of like an Easter egg. We're not going to tell them that it's No, I'm not going to tell them it's on the podcast. It's yeah. just like a little Easter egg. For everyone else, they'll just have to wait till the day. Or, I don't know, maybe one of the students will listen to the podcast and then put it in the WhatsApp group. Hey, guys, the, the, I found out the rules, blah, blah, blah. We'll have, to, uh, we'll have to give a short summary recount of how it went on the podcast for episode 103. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll talk about it what happened and because yeah. you you want to know what happened yeah Karen. certainly will you're like oh you're not streaming it no <laughs> <laughs> yeah what if <laughs> someone suggested that i stream like when it was on the other date someone's like oh you're gonna stream it yeah no, live stream? Right. It's they like, did. yeah bro sure <laughs> yeah live stream a bunch of white belts rolling for bananas <laughs> actually <laughs> sounds like a circus <laughs> <laughs> oh that's but, epic so yeah, yeah internal comps we rate them yeah I, yeah so i'll like Kieran said, 103, we'll talk about how it went, but let me know your thoughts. I'd like to hear listeners' thoughts on internal comps. Yeah. If you, Leave a if comment. You, <laughs> yeah. If, you, if, you, if you've had them at your gym, do you enjoy them? Do you rate them? You know, but uh, this one should be good. It's the only comp I know of that you can win fruit. Someone actually had a good suggestion. They were like, oh, you should make it where the entry fee is everyone has to – because the, the pineapple cup, there was – an there was an entrance fee, which was simply, it was, what was it? It was like 10 bucks and, and it was only because that money was then used. We actually didn't go to the pub, but it was used for like I catered catering. Yeah, 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 of afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So it was to pay for the catering. Uh, yeah. But also I don't mind the idea of that. I'm not charging an entrance fee for this because I've said it's participation's mandatory. So yeah. I can't really say it's mandatory to participate and pay me, right? But I like the idea of an entrance fee because it forces people to then be like committed, mm. you know, like once they've think about when you do a regular competition, it's not really until you actually pay your registration that you're like, Oh, I'm doing it. Mm. You know, until then you're like, I've registered. I just haven't paid yet. But anyway, uh, let me know what you guys think about internal comps and you'll hear about how this one went in episode 103. Until then get your potassium bananas all around. Eat bananas. Eat bananas. <laughs>